Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. So the question is, why would someone do this? And I know that that's a question that permeates society in today's world. But uh, a resident of Old Bridge, New Jersey, have posted on her Facebook page, Hey, there's a pasta mess here by the Old Bridge. So apparently someone dropped about 500 pounds of cooked pasta. And it was enough to fill, I don't know, 15 wheelbarrows. Uh, at the uh, <laughs> that the Department of Public Works came and cleaned up 500 pounds ish of spaghetti oh macaroni and noodles as well not just spaghetti so 500 pounds of pasta uh, laying along the riverbed <laughs> uh, I am in love with that. I don't know why I am, but I am. So some of it was not cooked. Uh, some of it was just out of the box. But moisture from the river and the air started to uh, soften up the pasta. Now, the local police were uh, contacted. And, of course, uh, there are not any reported leads. Is it a crime? To throw pasta along the, I guess it probably is. You can't be, you can't be littering, littering, leaving food along a riverbed like that. Animals might eat it. <laughs> we can't have that. No. Now they don't have any leads, but we do have. I mean, in my view, we have a lead of the person who posted the picture, saying, "Oh, look, oh, she claims it wasn't her. Uh, it wasn't me." Uh, okay, whatever you say. Is anyone going to step up? Yep, it was me. I dropped, I left off the 500 pounds of pasta. I had it in my pantry, and I was just sick of it. I don't understand why. I mean, maybe, and it, and if the animals weren't eating it, maybe it had gone bad. Can pasta go bad? I, I, I mean, if they get the bugs in them. Right, we've all had pasta with the with the bugs in them. What are the, uh, the you know weevils? They get in there, and then you got to throw them out. So, oh my gosh, now people are throwing. I mean, if if we found weevils <laughs> along the riverbed in New Jersey, we're gonna have to shut this city down. So, be careful out there. Uh, there's a, a madman or woman on the loose dumping pasta in New Jersey. Be safe. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. So congratulations are in order to uh, Ed Sheeran, who won his case. Uh, He uh, has prevailed in a lawsuit alleging copyright infringement, with the jury deciding that his song, Thinking Out Loud, did not steal 
from R&B artist Marvin Gaye's 1973 hit, Let's Get It On. Uh, the 2014 song hit number one on the UK charts and number two on the US Billboard Hot 100. The issue was chord progression. And, uh, you know, the song, the heirs to uh, Ed Townsend, who co-wrote Let's Get It On with Marvin Gaye, argued were similar enough to have essentially been lifted from the hit. And we've played them back to back. And if you hear it, you can tell that, no, uh, the jury and the court actually uh, got it right this time. And Ed's got his uh, big new show coming out on Apple, uh, the sum of it all. Uh, so he's on top of the world. He's going to be doing American Idol because Katy Perry's over bowing down to the king or, you know, well, he is the king, but he's not really the king until they, you know, put the scepter on his shoulder. And that's going to happen this weekend. Uh, more about the coronation <laughs> as the show progresses, because uh, some of it is really fascinating. No, it is. Anyway, congratulations to uh ed sheeran for uh winning that he said he was going to quit music if he lost i mean i know ed's made a lot of money and i get it and he's you know he's from the uk and he's built this this massive place in the uk uh apparently he's made enough because taxes in the uk aren't cheap so if you're still living in the uk and living like a king (laughs) you're not the king though uh then you know you've made quite a bit of money so ed good news for all you ed sheeran lovers he is not going to quit music he won the case good for him i like Ed. i'm forced to listen to him my wife always plays the uh what's the stupid hit he has uh, it's always oh, it's shape of you right is that it? shape of you yeah uh that makes the rounds on uh the songs that i hear in my house or in the car when i'm with my wife it's on her playlist the amazon playlist and uh, i hear that i don't mind it it's okay i'm not i i don't dislike ed so good for him all right so all right we'll talk about the king fine so just a reminder uh, you know that king charles will be crowned as the new monarch uh, tomorrow for those of you listening live that is the 6th of may 2023 it's a whole weekend i mean they're taking monday off i mean it's a cor- it's a coronation weekend uh coming at you that's uh, wonderful uh charles and queen camilla will travel 1.3 miles from Buckingham Palace to Westminster Abbey in the Diamond Jubilee State Coach and return to Buckingham Palace in the Gold State Coach, which has been used for every coronation since 1831. Yeah, you know, I'm not riding back after I've been coronated. I spit on that diamond buggy, okay? No, I want the gold one. <laughs> that is awesome. Anyway, during this... No, it's awesome. It is. Come on now. It's so silly. Uh, during the service conducted by the Archbishop of Canterbury, the king will be anointed with oil and receive the traditional symbols of the orb and scepter. Thank you. There better be a scepter involved. I want that thing. I want that better be sceptered on his shoulder, man. Before being crowned with the 360-year-old St. Edward's crown made of 22-karat gold and 444 precious and semi-precious stones weighing nearly five pounds camilla 
will be crowned with Queen Mary's crown and hold an ivory scepter. Ah, <laughs> uh, good for her. And no one, no one is going to make that look better than Camilla. King. <laughs> so everyone isn't happy about it. You know, they we found out that uh, there was a giant penis mowed into the lawn at the bath site. And that's where the party's going to be. <laughs> the Royal Crescent in Bath, England, where a significant coronation party has been set. And someone mowed this giant penis into the lawn. How awesome. I mean, it's awesome, really. Now, I'm sure that it's going to be, you know, mowed over. <laughs> uh, and they don't know who did it. I, I mean, you know, who knows if, if somebody, uh, there's got to be cameras, right? I mean, you got to see guys out there mowing this giant penis in the lawn. <laughs> uh, apparently, they're not happy. Right. Thank you. Thank you. That, I mean, hello. I apologize for that not even starting this segment. Man, that should have happened. I apologize. So uh, we found out that we found out a couple things that I found fascinating about uh, the king. There were some new pictures taken and apparently he didn't want to have his big old sausage fingers in the picture he didn't want to have the fingers shown because they're a little swollen up king's got a little bit of issue and he's got some food related quirks according to the uk uh so they talked about uh this in one of the books about then prince charles titled rebel prince the author wrote that the monarch didn't know what cling wrap was I mean, why would he? I don't really feel like that's beating him up too much. I mean, why would he know what is used in the kitchen? Okay, that's for you people. I know that when it's I want food, I tell them what I want, and it comes to me. Okay, that's what I want. He was in trouble, too, and this might have been the book. Uh, it doesn't say it in the story, but this might have been the book where they were talking about how he would iron his shoelaces and uh, iron, and iron. And I thought, what a great idea. I mean, I felt like an idiot for not ironing my shoelaces. Because after a while, you know, they get all crinkly and you got to throw them out and get new ones. Not the prince. I want those bad boys ironed. That's awesome. <laughs> Why wouldn't you do that? I want my t-shirts. I want my underwear. I want my socks. I want it all ironed. I want that feeling good. So anyway, uh, apparently he is, uh, you know, kind of a really picky eater too. Uh, he hated food. He hates, this says hated, but at the time, well, they're talking about it in the book at the time, he hated food that wasn't in season, uh, particularly in strawberries. Don't bring me food that's not in season. Okay. Don't do it. <laughs> Uh, very modest amount of meat in his diet uh, every, and everything has to be in season yeah if it's not deer season i'm not eating venison okay i'm not eating deer if it's not elk season i'm not eating elk so uh he's uh, these hey here this is far better for the environment and he knows that and uh he'd like to prepare you know home cooking with the freshest of ingredients and leftovers would just go into a quiche for the next day 
Oh, okay. And according to uh, some people that have worked there, he is a very kind and understanding. <laughs> That's a person still on the payroll. <laughs> Okay. Oh, he's very kind and understanding. Oh, okay. So the dish announced uh, for the coronation weekend is meat-free, and it's a uh, it's a uh, some kind of quiche. Oh, it sounds good, man. Do I want this? When you go out to when you go out to eat, this is what you want: a mixture of spinach, fava beans, cheese, and tarragon yum yum man that is what i <laughs> uh, apparently this is a change from the traditional coronation chicken so we're saving some chickens for the coronation for that god-awful cheese uh, god-awful quiche Ugh. oh that sounds terrible oh my gosh uh maybe he'll have fresh there's strawberries in season somewhere that we can fly in for the coronation i hope that happens all right. I mean, I I heard uh, earlier this week. I've been I've been working. I'm doing Pat Unleashed all week, uh, along with this show. I give and I give and I give every single. I work this tongue to the bone for you. Okay. Here, I know. I know. Look, you're welcome. I get it. I don't. You know what? I don't do it for your love. Well, I do, but I'm just saying that I, you know, I work hard. So apparently, according to Pat. Uh, that they were spending like $250 million on the coronation. And I would have bet more because, I mean, it's expensive. I mean, you don't just roll the gold carriage down the street up to, back to back to from Westminster. That just doesn't happen. And the diamond carriage to Westminster, that doesn't just happen. You know what I mean? That has to be set up. So according to this now, though, uh, Pat was misinformed. I don't want to say he lied, but he was misinformed. Um which is almost the same thing as lying. I guess the king has decided that, you know, we're going to cut back a little bit on the pomp and pageantry. Are you? Are you? Is that what you're doing, Chuck? Okay. So according to Buckingham Palace, who doesn't provide official figures for the cost of the coronation, but estimates it would be between 50 and 100 million euros. So that's not two hundred million. I mean, that is cutting back if you're thinking about, uh, you know, a couple hundred million. Uh, and I would, I would have guessed, uh, and I did guess, obviously, a lot more, because uh, that is expensive to do. That's all I saw during the Queen's funeral was how much is this costing? Just amazing, and it has to be done, doesn't it? And King Charles' net worth is uh, between 750 million and 1.4 billion dollars uh, maybe he puts the bill for the coronation maybe you know maybe he writes a check there's a couple of bucks take that with you get out of here thanks for <laughs> thanks for the ride in the gold coach here's a 50 all right get out of here so most of the royal family's wealth obviously can be attributed to real estate um they've got the you know the duchy of cornwall and the duchy of lancaster uh the crown estate i mean the crown estate i mean that's five hundred thousand acres that's awesome uh, that's a beautiful place i mean it's that uh, who doesn't want to live there and that's just a, i mean he doesn't he doesn't live there it's a vacation spot but who doesn't want to live there so anyway it's a big weekend we have got that going for us we got the kentucky derby uh going on uh looks like forte is the favorite 
we'll see. This is an amazing thing, though, and I didn't know about this, and I'll have to look more into this. Four horses have died in the last week after racing at Churchill Downs. What is happening? Are they eating pasta thrown out of the side of the road in New Jersey or something? Uh, Seriously, what's happening? Holy cow. And and I thought, is what's-his-face still back? Is he rubbing them down with his uh, with his steroid goo? Is that why they're dying? What's his name? The trainer, uh, B- uh, Baffert. That's his stupid name, Bob Baffert. I couldn't think. I knew it was. I knew it was something with a B, two Bs, double Bs. Bob Baffert, and three Bs. What am I thinking? B O B B A F F E R T. Sorry, Bob. And uh, so anyway, is Bob rubbing the horses down? Is that why they're dying? Amazing. Uh, just amazing. Plus, as long as we're all partying, I mean, how can you not have this weekend uh, partying without mentioning that today, again, if you're listening live, today is the 5th of May, 2023. Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, baby. Mexico. Yes, exactly. It is Cinco de Mayo. I apologize for stepping on it. So it's Cinco de Mayo. Avocados from Mexico. I mean, that's a celebration which commemorates the anniversary of Mexico's victory over the Second French Empire at the Battle of Pueblo in 1862, led by General Ignacio Zagoza. The victory over the French army was a morale boost for Mexicans. And so, of course, everyone that's out partying today, uh, enjoying... Avocados from Mexico! uh, I'm sure that's what they're thinking about absolutely what they're thinking about all right let's go to the break (laughs) i need something cold to drink desperately i want to thank james who tweeted me uh i'm sorry uh at jackhole underscore one two three four five uh, on Twitter, uh, tweeted me at Jeffy JFR under the heading, It's Not Always Something Nice. And uh, I mean, that could go for just about anything <laughs> uh, when you think about it. But this particular time, he's talking about the unusual discovery that uh, Michigan State Police found uh, during their adopt a highway cleanup so cadillac troopers and i don't know if you if you can see the map now i'm holding up cadillac is right there uh in in, uh, in michigan and uh the troopers were busy cleaning up us 131 and they stumbled upon a rubber hand in the rubble and so they were they weren't writing citations they were and you know what if i saw troopers along the side of the road cleaning up the highway i'd think Don't we have prisoners for that? I mean, but that's just me. So it was a big, nasty rubber hand. It looks like it was severed from an arm. It was funny. It was a good prop. And what this, what uh, James, I'm sorry, at jackhole underscore one, two, three, four, five, is trying to remind me of, because we've always made a big deal. I've said forever, it's very difficult to drive by anything on the side of the road. Uh, When you see a bag or a suitcase or a backpack, I mean, you have to stop. You have to. I I can't tell you how awful I feel for miles after I pass something and I don't turn around to get it or pull over and back up to get it. Now, sure, uh, most of the time and every time so far for me, it's been, you know, dirty underwear and socks, uh, you know, stuff, just stuff. 
that you don't need, you don't care about. And even the backpack is crappy. But I, we do stories all the time, people finding drugs and money. It's everywhere. Why can't that be me? Apparently it can't be. Uh, it can't be. I can't even find a severed fake hand. Because all I found is, you know, some guy's dirty underwear, some socks, and a used condom. Sad. Sad, really. But it's not. And this is something. This this actually may be the title of the show today. It's not always something nice. You know, speaking of Michigan. And, uh, you know, like this story was from Cadillac, which is right there. But this story that I'm going to tell you about, I had this sent to me. Uh, which was, uh, you know, like they're saying, hey, view from a getaway cabin. Located in what's known as the thumb portion of the state of Michigan in the United States of America. And this was from Ginger Gustafson Condon, view from your window tweet. But, you know, this is the thumb, obviously, you know, where Michigan is. And the thumb, I mean, I grew up, uh, I spent many years in the industrial city of the thumb, Vassar, Michigan, which is right there is at the bottom of the, bottom of the thumb there. And believe me, I've been to some... Some open areas out there on the thumb. And is it a vacation getaway? Sure. <laughs> sure. I mean, there's plenty of other beautiful places in Michigan to go to. But uh, if you want to head up into the thumb, you be my guest. All right. Speaking of sending me things. And uh, I appreciate all your tweets uh, at JeffyJFR. Uh, all your facebook tags jeff fisher radio all your instagram tags jeff fisher radio and you email me chewing the fat at the blaze.com thank you i appreciate it however uh if you're at home now and you think hey you know what i just saw this story man caught performing sex act with a seagull in an alleyway i'm gonna send that to jeffy i already got it I have multiple versions of this story. I got it, okay? Now, I didn't do the story because it's not, you know, I mean, I love animals. Uh, no one supports zoos more than me or this show. And I love, you know, business stories. But when you put the two together, uh, you know, and I guess, I guess, you know, I'm not judging. I'm not judging. Plus, the guy really... I mean, I did read the story. I, I mean, the guy didn't wasn't actually, oh, yeah, taking care of business with the seagull. Okay, He was using the seagull as a device to help him. Well, either way, that's what he was using the seagull for. Anyway, so, uh, and then I've got the story. I had multiple people, people send me the story about the guy in Florida that was doing his dog in the back of a car. And, you know, I just... I don't do those stories because I just because I mean, I'm not judging you uh, sometimes if you the stories are funny when the guy is busted doing a horse in the back of a barn aren't those funny <laughs> I get it. hey no it's funny back off me all right come on and so uh I, I get it but I'm just anyway thank you thank you for sending me the stories i already got it okay i got it and if you look if you're into that kind of thing i mean i'm not judging i already said that if you want to have a little fun with a seagull in the alleyway oh yeah 
Bob does. All right, stop. Stop. No, see what I mean? I'm not, I'm not judging. I just, I am not into it. I'm just not into it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thought I was going to tell another joke, didn't you? Nope. I'm just going to tell you an insect story. Uh, bees, which we, you know, we, we, we hear there's a shortage of bees all the time. But every time I turn around, there's swarms of bees everywhere. I had the truckload in Florida that tipped over and crashed. Thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of bees are everywhere. And then Delta Airlines delayed a flight in Houston, traveling to Atlanta, delayed for over four hours because a swarm of bees took over a partial wing and they didn't know what to do so they just sat there oh yeah there was a group of bees that just uh you know hung out on the winglet of the airplane and uh everybody was like freaked out didn't know what to do and so they didn't bring uh, they, they they won't let us board they didn't let anybody on the plane until the bees were removed which is probably a good move and uh they didn't want to bring in any beekeeper or pest control because well they didn't want to spray the plane from the pest control but they didn't bring in a beekeeper because they didn't want anybody to touch the plane okay so if i'm a if i'm someone flying and they say you know we can bring a beekeeper in but he might touch that winglet Oh, well, <laughs> uh, go ahead and get rid of those bees, would you? Uh, but they just sat there for hours. And then pretty soon someone said, you know, well, I wonder if we just start up the engines, uh, what will happen? Uh, er, I don't know. So they started up the engines and the bees were like, uh, we're out. <laughs> uh, no, thanks. I thought this was going to be a quiet little afternoon napping place, which it was for several hours. But then, uh, no, uh, no, sorry. Uh, is it going to leave these engines on? No, we're out. All right, we're gone. Take care. <laughs> uh, just come on now. Speak uh, airlines. Oh, my gosh. Uh, did you see these uh, two women say that they were forced by American Airlines to change their clothes at the gate? Now, they claim it was humiliating. Was it? Was it, though? Okay. Uh, you know, they the had a strip or a standby. Now, was that American Airlines or was that just the guy at the gate? These chicks are hot. I bet you I can get them to strip down and change clothes. <sighs> Business. Uh, no doubt about it. I bet I can make it happen. No, no way. I bet you 50 bucks I can get them to have it. And so they come up to the gate and... <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, hey, um, yeah, we can't allow that on the plane. You girls need to change. Uh, you can, <laughs> you can strip or stand by, but you can't get on the plane with those clothes. And so they changed. And so you know, he he made the fifty bucks. I mean, okay, they they made us change our pants before getting on the flight, which turned out to be more revealing. There's no way to treat a rewards member. Oh, I know. I know. So they were forced to change their clothes in public 
at the gate. Now, I think they were given a choice for 50 bucks for a $50 bet from the guy behind the window. Uh, you could change here and get on the plane, or you could, you know, you could stand by and go change somewhere else. <laughs> I guarantee you that's all that was. It's just the guy saying, I told you I could do that, man. Fist bump. Okay, so have you heard of Blue Sky? It's a new social media platform that uh, at Jack <laughs> uh, started. And uh, they're saying that they're allowing people to have it, although I asked, and you have to ask, and I, ha- I have not been accepted yet. I'm a little pissed. I want to try it out. So, Jack, uh, Blue Sky me, bro. Uh, send me an email. They, they, I filled out what I was supposed to fill out, and I don't know what it's going to be like, but it's called Blue Sky, and uh, you know, big names. Now they say big names have joined. Now AOC is on it, Chrissy Teigen. So write those two alone. Make me not want to do it, but I, you know, it's uh, it's just me. Uh, and they've so some people are getting it, and I want I want to be involved okay so just let me have blue sky all right let's see i want to see what it's like then i see where uh those of you that use discord uh they're making some changes too so i mean discord has 150 million monthly active users worldwide well that's not bad (laughs) just as a side of 150 million monthly active users so now previously users were identified by a name preceding a hash and four numbers the new system is going to require people to create a unique username following an at symbol bringing it in line with twitter instagram and other platforms so a discord representative uh talked to uh, bbc news and uh, said uh, we've heard from many users about the challenges associated with connecting with friends on our platform we made the changes to our username system to make discord more accessible and user friendly for both new and existing users Uh uh-huh and we value uh your user feedback and are committed to improving the overall discord experience most people are saying um huge step backwards duh what are you doing so we'll see how that works out for the old discord and what uh, what happens with them but jack blue sky me bro <laughs> okay uh let me know let me let me uh, i want to download the app and i want to start using it just for uh the heck of it please who died today who died today uh today is a google engineer 31 dead he jumped to his death from the 14th floor of the company's new york city headquarters now how things have got to be pretty bad and i and i'm it's sad i don't wish suicide on anyone it's touched everyone's life uh it certainly has touched mine and i don't recommend it for anyone Uh, it's good now that we have the suicide prevention hotline so all you have to do is dial 988 and you get some help and if you need help and you're feeling that you uh, are struggling with living your life use it absolutely Uh, your life is worth living 
And this guy worked for Google. I mean, we hear reports all the time of what a great place it is to work for, and they've been laying off people, I know, and, you know, it's, it's, things are getting very, very difficult in the real world that we all live in. But he worked for Google. So unless he was embezzling or sold some Google information that he wasn't supposed to to Blue Sky and that Jack is sitting there with Google information, I mean, that's, that's tough. And we don't we don't know who it was because so who died today? Unknown. Age of thirty one. Plus fourteen floors, man. Oh. I don't recommend that. I don't recommend that at all. Uh, you know what? No matter however you're gonna kill yourself, I don't recommend it. But I don't want to fall. Because I always feel like this is just me. Alright, I'm not making fun of anyone jumping off a building. Well, I uh, just me. So, he jumps off the 14th floor. Is there ever a point, say, by the 10th, maybe the 9th, maybe the 8th, you start going, Maybe not. Maybe not. I hope not. I hope not. So, rest in peace, unidentified man. 31 dead and speaking of being dead maybe they're not dead but they are struggling uh anheuser-busch uh the ceo uh finally disavowed the dylan mulvaney bud light partnership and he claimed that it was not a campaign after the firm sent a letter to retailers blaming an outside ad agency for approving it without management awareness. Oh, okay. It wasn't a formal campaign or advertisement. Oh, it was uh, the creative officer branded the decision to work with the trans influencer as a calamitous mistake. It comes as the company, no kidding. It comes as the company reported first quarter, quarter earnings. Wow, I mean, the company earned $1.65 billion. <laughs> uh, but, uh, oh, that's overall. Uh, but Bud Light has been really struggling since then. So um, we'll see what happens. I mean, it, was it a mistake to do the Dylan thing? Obviously, yes. But they partner with people all the time. Right, so I mean they've got to they've got to fight back. I'm not quite sure I understand the f- full ramifications of the boycott because of just Dylan. I, you know, I know people. You know, people who drink Bud Light have had enough with the trans movement. That's for sure, and that's exactly why. And I will say this too: that now, um, uh, if you were to go out, and I, you know, I haven't, you know, had a can of beer in my hand for a long time but if i were to go out someplace and had a choice had a choice between you know they you see pictures all the time of nobody ordered a bud light they're at an event and you know there's just bud light sitting there and all the other beers are gone and oh yeah nobody ordered a bud light that's how bad things are well i feel like maybe people are still buying bud light and taking it home if they like it uh because and going through the self-checkout so they don't have to talk about it because if i'm out someplace and i feel like oh bud light sounds good a ice cold bud light i don't know that i've ever said that before but maybe you know it's possible an ice cold bud light rather have a you know 
I'd rather have a thick lager. But uh, <laughs> that's what she said. Anyway, uh, and, I, and, and you're out at an event and you grab a Bud Light. Now you got to have a conversation. Everybody's going, oh, you're drinking a Bud Light. Oh, 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 okay. Okay, Dylan. What do you think about that? Obviously, you're okay with it. You're drinking one. Well, no, I just, I want to drink my beer. So instead of having a conversation, you just don't pick it up. I kind of think, I mean, Bud Light's got some, got some ground to cover to come back. Some big ground to cover. Speaking of big ground to cover, I see another story on Angel Reese and Caitlin Clark. You remember them, the NCAA basketball championship. Uh, Caitlin Clark for Iowa, Angel Reese for LSU, LSU won. Angel Reese did the hand thing, and I, you can't see me, and it started this whole thing. She has just commented again, saying uh, how frustrating the Caitlin Clark drama was. It's bigger than me. Um, she said, uh, she talked to the. Uh, on the Jennifer Hudson show, which is awesome. Uh, she discussed, she said that everyone uh, seen the clip and uh, Reese said, that's oh, frustrating uh, to have your team's hard work overlooked. Well, that was your fault, Angel. Uh, not Caitlin Clark's, okay? Uh, ultimately, she's proud of the exposure the moment brought. Yeah, that exposure that was brought to women's basketball uh, was mainly because of uh, Caitlin Clark, uh, not you. Now, we were happy that you were part of it and you were great in the game. And while watching it, we went, wow, I mean, she's awesome, right? LSU was awesome. And they looked great in that game. But would you have been there without the success of Caitlin Clark coming into that championship? Would your draw alone without Caitlin have been that? And would 10 or more million people? Uh, let me answer that for you, Caitlin. Uh, I mean, Angel. No. Uh, that is the answer, okay? So why don't you just zip it? Everybody just keeps asking me about it. Don't do the interviews. There's no reason for you to go on the Jennifer Hudson show. Uh, you know, uh, Shaq just said you were uh, the best basketball player in the NBA at least in women's uh, division and you told them to uh, you told them thanks for that now you've made my competition harder <laughs> I love Shaq's answer too F you <laughs> uh, no, his, answer, his answer was like uh, so the F what <laughs> or something like that tough get over it <laughs> uh, just made me laugh that's all all right, I'm, I won't, I'm not. I'm not beating up on Angel because she was great. She was great, but it's her fault. The whole controversy was because she couldn't help herself. She couldn't control herself in the heat of the moment when the game was already won. She had to get that last little kick in, that last little pile on with the hand specifically for Caitlin. It wasn't for the team. It wasn't walking back to her bench. To, you know, doing it to her teammate, laughing about Caitlin, which would have been different than finding Caitlin and doing it directly to her. That was taunting. But, you know, I mean, it's okay. I, I, I get it. But you could have had more control. She's just a young kid playing college basketball, Jeff. All right. All right. I know. I know. It's bigger than me.
Well, I still feel sorry for Darian, who has not won a uh, one game of What's the Lie. So we're going to bring in another contestant because I don't want him to play. Because if he plays, I mean, it's possible he loses again. And I want to win. I want people to win. So let's go. I mean, it's Friday, which means it's time for what's being called America's favorite game show. What's the lie? What's the lie? Where contestants try to decipher the lie from four, one, two, three, four headlines. One of them is not true. Thus, that's why we call it What's the Lie? Our contestant today is Barry Johnson from Utah. If Barry wins, not only will he get to come back for another round, he will win a Talking Sense Jeffy Blue Freshie. And for more information on those, you can go to Talking Sense Facebook group and find the Freshie scented design for you. And always remember, if you or someone you love would like to be a contestant on What's the Lie, email chewingthefat at theblaze.com. Barry Johnson, welcome to Chewing the Fat. How are you? Great, Jeffy. Good to be here. I'm happy to have you here. Now, it says here in your bio that you are from the great state of Utah. Is that correct? It's where I live. I'm uh, actually from Wyoming. Well, I know, but you're you're residing in Utah right now. Absolutely. Are you having problems logging on to Pornhub with the new laws, or is everything okay with you? It's been pretty disappointing, uh, to say the least. I, I can bet. I know. I know. I can understand that. So are you ready to uh, play uh, What's the Lie? I mean, you know how it works, right? Four headlines, one not real. I'm ready. Let's play. All right. Let's go. Four headlines, one not real. What's the lie? Headline number one. Elon Musk threatens to reassign NPR on Twitter to another company. Headline number two, tiny dolls appeared in a mailbox with a note, we've decided to live here. Headline number three, Amnesty International criticized for using AI-generated images. Headline number four, an L.A. couple just got married in the Taco Bell metaverse. Those are the four headlines. Headline number one, Elon Musk threatens to reassign NPR on Twitter to another company. Headline number two, tiny dolls appeared in a mailbox with a note, we've decided to live here. Headline number three, Amnesty International criticized for using AI-generated images. Headline number four, an L.A. couple just got married in the Taco Bell metaverse. All right, Barry, those are your four headlines. What is the lie? I don't know. (laughs) Wow. I'm going to go with number three. Number three, which is Amnesty International criticized for using AI-generated images. Oh, no. Barry, Barry, Barry. Man, did I want you to win today. Gosh darn it. Thanks for listening to What's the Lie? What's the Lie? The subsidiary of Chewing the Fat Enterprises. All information is probably accurate at the time of recording. CTF, WTL, MM, XX, II. So, man, you want to know which okay, one is the lie? so, uh, yeah. What, what was the lie? Uh, an L.A. couple getting married in the Taco Bell metaverse. It didn't happen. There's no such thing.
Sorry. I guess I'll have to try that. I know. That's what I thought, too. There's a metaverse for Taco Bell. I'm in for that. No kidding. All right, Barry, thank you very much, man. I appreciate it. And uh, good luck. Uh, make sure you use a, a good uh, VPN to uh, change your IP address and you know, you'll be able to log into Pornhub without an ID. Subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.